Well, we ain't got wait for him to sit down and press the board. Yeah, we already pre- We already oh, live right now. Live. Yeah, we oh, going. Good. Hey, look, man. Is my right? Yeah, your level's going to have to be. They like, going to be what they is. Just boy, everybody drink. I don't want one, though. I, I'll take one, I'll bro. Take I'm, one. I'm good, bro. Yeah. So it's just me and you, the Kansas. I want one, too. You I just, just said. I said, I'll take one. I want one now. Change my mind. All right. Hey, look, this is my homeboy, Eric, man. Hey, this is my homeboy, Drew. What up? What up, people? Who who is your homeboy? Oh, Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? And this is my homeboy Twan. And this is my, my homeboy's podcast. podcast. All right, look, man, we want to go ahead and do a disclaimer right now. Uh, in the very beginning, if um, if the recent events has caused you any type of mental stress, you tired of hearing about it, or you came to this podcast as a way to escape reality. We do ask that you join us in about two weeks on our next episode of the right. Homeboys Podcast because uh, we got some stuff to say. Yeah, and and if if you can't listen to this or you done heard it all before, yeah, you just we're gonna see you in two weeks because yeah, we we're not gonna we're not gonna yeah sugarcoat shit for you. I'm the nigga that cuss. If you listen to my <laughs> podcast, which is not safe for work, I'm Mister 121 Dreams. I'm the production guy here. If you if you follow me, you know I cuss and I don't give a fuck because what what I say is important. I try to be impeccable with, with my words, mm-hmm. but cuss words are impeccable too. You know, people told me growing up that people cuss because they uh, don't have the words to say. However, you have put a way, found a way to put both of those together. <laughs> you got the words to say and you make sure you say every cuss word possible. That's because I want people to relate to it. You know what I'm saying? My mama cussed at me all day long. You know what I'm saying? She she wasn't not cussing at me and I still came out to be who I am now. And, so, And uh, on the contrary to you, I'm the homeboy that don't cuss. Or say the N-word. You know, I just try to Articulate to my best ability and trying to make my mama proud. Cause my mama was the one who took me to church seven days a week. So, uh, oh, you got me beat by six days. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cause I only went on one, except for vacation Bible school. Bro, that, like, that, 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 that don't kind of, that kind of counts. Bro, we was at church for rehearsals, uh, prayers, teen lock ins. We was there. We did all that. Hallelujah praying. night. Hallelujah night. Hallelujah day. We did all that praying. And unfortunately, uh, we didn't pray hard enough because the the travesties and the disheartenment. Man, my heart's been heavy this entire weekend. It has. Yeah, it has been a heavy, a heavy, a is, very uh, heavy uh, week. Like I, I, I did a lot of research. I made sure I was cognitive of everything that was going on. I still yet know exactly what to say. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of went through that same struggle, and I don't want to interrupt you. It's just no, no, go ahead. I need somebody. <laughs> this this whole week, I've just kind of like that's why I use the word impeccable because when when speaking on this subject, like I want to make sure that I'm delivering my thoughts uh, in the most receivable way possible because I, you know, we tend like when when situations like this happen. You tend to like have a separation of people because people begin attacking other people. You know what I'm saying? Because we have a different of uh, opinion. And if you've been on the live before the the conversation started, you know we had Da on the line, and you know I had a different opinion than him. You mm-hmm. know, and 
I can be aggressive, you know, but some people some people can't take that aggression. So it's it's been it, I've been stressing out more about being able to deliver my message with without, you know, it being palatable. Nah, that, that that's that's real, Eric. Uh I, me and Twan were arguing about how great my drink was, but you were saying <laughs> something real. And I also want to echo the uh Sentiment of this podcast is uh, just the complete and honest truth at this time and the moment. Things have went from zero to 100 to 1,000 over the oh, week. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I mean, it's another thing that's going on in this wonderful year of 2020. Um, but I did want to start it off with you guys uh, uh, and ask you a question of when, like, when did you find out or when did you discover what it meant to be a black man in America? Oh, man. And I mean, take your time and who kind of, who want to, who want to head this one up? Yeah, I hit it up, man. Um, as he walks away from my live feed, oh, no, I, <laughs> I, I first discovered what it was to be a black man in America when I moved to Columbus, Georgia in the um, 1993, I believe. My parents divorced. Um, my father stayed in Virginia. Uh, we moved to my mother's hometown of Columbus, Georgia. My mom, my sister, and, and I, and myself. I and myself, both of me. It's two different me's, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, so being these, this six, seven-year-old in the household, um, my mom told me, hey, you're the man in the house. You take the trash out, you kill the bugs. We need protection, we coming to you for it. You're a black man, so you can't. You know what I'm saying? She gave me all the um, all the disclaimers and everything like that. So, I mean, that that's when I first realized what it meant to be black man in America. Uh, not necessarily the financial um, head of the household, but the, 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 not the, well, yeah, the patriarch of the family, you know, being a male. Got you. I think the first time I, I, I kind of knew, like, black and white, Black and white per se, because I mean we from the south, so yeah. we we know what black people look like. We know what white people look like, but um, I guess where I grew up, it was majority black people anyway. So I was all the way, always around black people. Uh, I would say it was in middle school actually. Uh, I want to say like the eighth grade. I joined when well, my mom put me in the Boy Scouts. And it was the seventh grade, actually. And I was the only black boy in this troop of all white boys. I didn't know you was in the Boy Scouts, but that makes so much sense. <laughs> Why you say that? Because DA, who just got off the live with us, he made it up to Eagle Scouts. Oh, wow. And he's very resourceful, like building tents and tying knots. Just like, like I thought, I always thought it was because he had a father in the household. What like just little stuff that he just real meticulous was Boy Scouts. Yeah, but my dad was there too, and he he was a nigga rigger, so he talked. <laughs> <laughs> but Boy Scouts, resourceful nigga rigging, same thing. Got it. <laughs> right. Got it. <laughs> Boy Scouts did teach me a lot of stuff like that, but um, and I mean that does also make sense of why he's kind of um going into being a politician, because. Uh, most most boys that make it up to Eagle Scouts become like presidents and shit like that. Most I think majority. Well, major- I, well, I do want to interject, and while Twan and your story was while Twan's story was heart 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 touching and heartwarming, and yours was becoming heartwarming. I didn't say black. I said a black man in America. Gotcha. 
So gotcha. when 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 did you experience? And it's not. And I'm not saying no, when's the right. first time you experienced racism. I'm saying when did you realize that you were a black man? What it meant to be a black man so in America? You're, you're trying to speak on the experience as an adult. As an adult, when they when they started looking at you different, it could have been twelve, it could have been thirteen, it could have been thirty-two. But I'm saying when you see that you walking around and they they you really realize that they they meaning the mass public, whether they be white, black, or whatever, because sometimes we look at ourselves sideways, that they look at you different. Like they uh, see you different because you might be with I think I think that's what he was getting to, being the only black man in the Boy Scouts. But uh, not I mean, that's a black it, boy. They yeah. still they still treat. Oh, we can make him right. Like right. being a black man is almost like being a lost cause. And in my well, not in my book, but from what I've experienced as a black man, that's kind of how it is. So, so to talk to that that question specifically, for me personally, on the first time comes to mind is uh, around probably like 2013. Uh, okay. I was like 28 then. I was a grown man. I was a man in America, but around that time, it's kind of like when uh, what was it after that? After that, when when the whole Mike Brown and um, okay. that situation happened, because that was when I started organizing or being a part of of an organization and protesting and things like that, and. I, I feel like being a black man is to is more than just about yourself. Like I feel like being a black man is that's about right. like serving your community. So like that's when I realized I was a black man when I was willing to go out and serve my community, which is is growing into who I am today. Like a part of the reason why I want to have a black business is to be able to serve my community uh, economically. So like I'm not. I'm not necessarily into going out and protesting anymore because I'm older and yeah, I'm, your knees ain't as good, right? Get, and and I'm heavy. I'm <laughs> really get. heavy, but I do want to be. I want to get to the point where I have an economic say so in our community. So I, I'll just say nah, around nah, that time. That's most definitely great. Um, I can I can go into mine. I don't know if you guys have y'all's, but I will say, and I don't, don't want to cut you off, but just uh. Go. I say, I, I shared it with you guys before, is the Trayvon Martin case was when I, like, I don't know when it was, what year it was, when Trayvon Martin verdict came out. That'd be about yeah. 2012 or 2013. That's when it was. All right, cool. Well, however old I was then, I was watching this TV, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's a thing, and it's contentious, and it's a gray area, but that was a little boy, and that's a grown-ass man. Ain't none one of them police officers. Ain't none of them one of them in law enforcement. He's definitely is you know he gonna get and he some. He started an altercation. He started an alter. I right. mean, we know the Trayvon Martin case. We know it, and it's happened, and all this good stuff. I had learned about Emmett Till. I've considered myself, you know, quote unquote woke, lucid, whatever you want to call it. I paid attention to stuff like that up until then. But even up until then, I'm like, nah, it, he he gonna he gonna get some type of time. Right. It's gonna be manslaughter. He gonna do a year. He gonna get a fine. He gonna. You know, even if he just go to Club Med and just be all right, George Zimmerman going to get time. George Zimmerman didn't get no time, and then he became a celebrity off of that. And then I saw that it was like they, white media or whoever was saying it, was making it more so like, oh, he's the, how somehow he became the white OJ, but he's a Hispanic American, and 
all of this old other stuff. But nah, like that was completely disheartening. I didn't know what to think. I just like it literally flipped my world, and that's kind of when I knew what it was to be black. Because it was like it don't matter what, what, what. Oh, I like watching Brink on Disney Channel, or I, you know, listen to Led Zeppelin, and oh, Maroon Five is cool, and all this shit that me and my white friends have in common, or. I, like man, I just went bow hunting or like bow fishing with my homeboy, and that's just like I found out it's redneck as fuck. However, I just did that shit because I I enjoy experiences, but even still, that it was just like Trayvon Martin was just a kid that did some shit. Like what wasn't it, Jason Big Grams that just said like uh uh who who did acid uh. Steve Jobs did acid, but it was oh, another Phil guy. Jackson did Phil Jackson did acid, and and Robin Williams and Tim Allen and that was a coke dealer and all this stuff when they was younger. It's like when you young, you're allowed to be young. We ain't asking you to be perfect. Go out and get them experiences. Just don't be too reckless. But you know we aren't allowed to do that. Right. So I found out that I, I missed some major bullets from me being young because I thought Trayvon was gonna get off, or I thought George Zimmerman was gonna go to jail. That's literally how I thought about it. I don't. I just said that I, was, I thought Trayvon was going to get justice or get something, you know, but right. he didn't get none. But going back to that question, um, I'd have to bring this up because this same question was asked on the episode of the episode post date was February 23rd, 2020, titled Wilder Disrespectful. And it was Black Wilder History. Lee. Wildly, yeah, disrespectful. But that question, same question was posed. Nice reference. Go listen to our old episodes, please. Right. That question was posed, and I was the only one who broached the subject. At the time, you weren't really talking on the mic, Eric. So my question is, what has changed from then till today? Because I could literally do a weekly episode of, like, the fuck shit, the bullshit that happened to me because I'm a black man in America. That's why I'm not going to go ahead and touch on it because I expressed those thoughts like, not last month, but a few months ago. Uh, I disagree, because like them, that's when you were a, a black boy. And like I said, I feel like when we're black boys, we're seen as like coachable. Like, oh, we can make him different. Like they, like you can become Andrew or Drew. Like, oh, you're not, you're not, you're not a black man. You're Drew. You're not black. You're, you're not black. You're Twine. Like, I'm not black. I'm OJ. Right. Uh-huh. Exactly. Like you can, you can, you can be though. You can be that when you're young. But unless you're OJ or or somebody like that, when you're grown, you black. I don't give a fuck who you are. You you black. Even even if you them, if you fuck with the wrong person, you're black. Okay, so around 2012, 2013, you was probably like what, 20? I don't 25? Know. Who me? Yeah. I have no idea. I, I'm not that great at math. Not like, on the fly. Because I'm 26. Well, yeah, 27. Appreciate you. But, but yeah. like, yeah, because the thing is, like, me knowing I was going to get treated being black did not happen in adulthood. It happened from the time I was a kid. I still remember when they first talked about slavery in elementary school. I was in first grade, and, and I, I still remember my teacher, Miss Lee. I talked about those two situations when I was in high school. I To me, I always felt like it was, like, a known thing. It was never nothing – no event that happened to me, I'd say at 22, 25, where I'm just like, oh, my God. It was more like, oh, this same shit is continuing. Now, what <laughs> the hell it is might escalate. Like, I've been in situations where I felt like coworkers might speak to me a certain way because I'm black. Just because saying the way the, the cadences they're using, saying, yo, chucking up do signs. And I'm like, no, you told everybody else good morning. I'm cool with a good morning. There's no need to put on some type of front or flex. And it could be something simple as that. 
But obviously, the older you get, certain situations can escalate. So that's my main point of view. I, there was no awe moment. I think everything's just been building, and it's just like, there it is again. There it I, goes again. I, I get that. I It was an awe moment for me because I, I 100% like, in in the midst of all of this, I look back to a moment when I encountered the police, and I've I've never been in jail, I've never been in handcuffs, but I have been pulled over. I had a gun in the car with a concealed weapon permit, uh, and just to talk about my dad, he's an alcoholic. Uh, sorry, dad, <laughs> but he had alcohol on the passenger side, and we got pulled over in Mississippi by two state troopers. And at that time, I was probably like 23. I was still in college. And like at that time, it didn't even click to me that I was black. You know what I'm saying? So I was comfortable with that interaction and everything. Like I was comfortable saying I got a gun in the car. Now today, as a person who who is, is 34, but I don't feel comfortable. I have a gun in the car, in, uh, in the front and in the trunk. And I don't feel comfortable getting pulled over. Back then, before I saw all of, the, all of these people being murdered unjustly or having Philando Castile having right. uh, a permit, not reaching for it, you know, giving that information. Thank God that I encountered these two police that weren't cowards. You know what I'm saying, or or didn't feel just a, feel like they needed to fuck with me or my family in that way, but back then I wasn't in a mindset where I felt like I needed to be afraid. I was in the car earlier today, riding. The police came behind me, and I'm just like, all right, you know what I'm saying. Let me watch him. I know I got a gun in here. You know, hopefully he don't pull me a over. Legal gun, right? I have a legal gun. Right, but, I but a, still, it's not. Yeah, I feel right. Like, just that, to it doesn't. Yeah, it don't matter. Legal, legal, it doesn't matter. So I, I think for for me, when you ask that question, is more so like about when did I understand that my my life could be in jeopardy, being completely in the right. I I, I agree with that because like I've because I thought the other day like how's my interaction with cops changed over the years, like my perception with them. Like 10, 15 years ago, seeing a cop didn't give me anxiety. If I'm driving, doesn't matter what I'm doing. If I'm just driving, a cop pulls up behind me. I honestly get anxiety from it. Yes. I, I, I always avoided police. Now I just, like, get away from them completely. If I honestly need gas and I'm driving by a gas station, I see a t- cop car or two, I keep on going. I don't yep. even want to interact with them because now my perception is and the way I see it, any type of interaction is going to be negative with the police. Yeah, I, I would, I would urge you. I will. Let me tell you what I did. I was driving home. I needed gas. I pulled to a gas station. I see one gas station on the left, one on the right. The one on the left is about one o'clock in the morning. One on the left had a police officer uh, who had pulled a black guy over. Mm-hmm. Black guy was about to get gas or whatever, but cops came so he stopped. So I made sure I went to that gas station. I parked adjacent from him. And I had my cell phone out the whole time. I wasn't recording because my battery was on like 2%. But, but he didn't know that. He didn't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just, hey, let him know, hey, you know, we in there. We, you know, mm-hmm. luckily uh, nothing happened to him that day. You know, hopefully nothing will happen to him in the future. Uh, but, you know, when when the cop left, the guy was like, hey, man, I appreciate you pulling up. Yeah. You know, he didn't even know this cop was cool, but, you know, you never know. 
you know what? And and like I've had that moment so many times. If I ever if I'm riding on the street and I see a black person standing outside of a car with a bunch of police, I always feel like it's my duty to like come and and like just witness whatever happened. But then I also feel right after that feeling that even if I witnessed it, it still don't mean justice for this person. I gotta be willing to die, or I gotta be willing it. it you know, not necessarily willing to die, but we we love to tell people what they should do in a situation. This is true. We love to tell people that, okay. I mean, hindsight, I feel like hindsight is twenty twenty, And a lot of times yeah. people, hindsight is twenty twenty, and it's a lot of a whole bunch of, a whole heap of shoulda, coulda, woulda niggas. Like, people love to say what they woulda did, coulda did, had I known, blah, blah. And then hindsight is like, oh, yeah, of course, if... This would have played out, but if you would have did something different, something different would have happened. So, right. You know, that that's that's a game of nah. That and then real. for for us, the something different is it's there's a there's a fifty percent chance that that is death. Right. Like meaning not only death for that person, but death for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like or other people surrounding it. Because we can record some shit. Like what what I've learned this week is <laughs> Video evidence. Well, I've learned this during learned the, a lot. What, yeah, what, yeah. What, what, what we learned this week. But like, I I feel like we got comfortable with video evidence until we learned that video evidence didn't mean shit. Meaning, like, they these videos come into court cases and they still get off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we cling to so. So throughout the process of all of this, like we've we've tried to to flow with conflict and find a different way to adjust the conflict by saying, okay, well, now we're going to record it. You know what I'm saying? This was what we said years ago. And then we started recording shit and people still got off. So, you know, we continue to record it. And it's like, now what do we do next? And and, and I'm just going to be real, like as a person who carries a gun, like I don't, I don't, I'm not a violent person at all. But I feel like if if I saw either one of y'all being accosted by the police, the only thing I can do to ensure that you leave that moment or we live past that moment is to shoot. And I'm again, I'm not, I'm not condoning violence. It's just the whole. If if you haven't learned anything this week, like things build past being peaceful. Yeah. Like things go past being peaceful. So I I, I got a real simple question for each and one of you guys. I, I and I'm is going no, on what you said. Hold, hold your question real quick. I do need to share this. Um, for the everyone's listening, uh, things like this. We're not. I know everyone always talk about the results and the protests and stuff like that. We need to talk about what you said. People always talk about what they would have did in situ in certain situations. I've always encountered, oh, someone say the N-word around me. I've actually, this year, had a situation where my supervisor said the N-word casually around me. Oh, wow. And because I knew he was about to be off work for medical leave for a couple weeks, a couple months, I ain't even going to do nothing about it. And then it should try and get a come up out of that. See, I'm not that type of person, man. I work for mine. Uh, I I got you. But uh, like, but that it, it bothered me to the fact that I was like, "What would I tell my kids?" Like, yo, somebody say the n word around you, non-black. What would I tell my kids? 
What did I do? Do I hit him? Right. Oh you know no! What, 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 what are you telling to do? You got to you got to bide your time, and that 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 that's one thing I was gonna say. So first, so I mean, yeah. so I've actually, uh, it, I mean, it took me a while, but I definitely, uh, finally, took me a long time. But but went ahead and uh, when we had one of our team meetings, in front of my manager, I was like, let him know, hey, look, man, y'all didn't appreciate you saying the n word. Uh, if it's sitting on it, your chest, you gotta was, speak up. You know what I'm saying? It brought me a lot of anxiety. And I think if it wasn't for all the stuff that's going on, it wouldn't have gave me the courage or the strength to finally get did finally do it. Right? Because because you you know everybody and they they placate at this shit in movies and shit. Like you you think if somebody say nigga around you, you just gonna pop them in the mouth. Right. But right. but it, I'm that, at work. That, I'm like right. I need this job. Right. Right. You know right. right. At, at the end everybody, of the day. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's really gonna do that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's why I'm like, nah, some people will. As some a, people, as a youngin, I would have. You know, especially if I already put my notice in. If it was just a three point. day suspension <laughs> from school, you know what I'm saying? If I'm like, oh, I may, I may have to go to the principal office. Yeah, I hit them all day, every day. I'm gonna have to place employment. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm, I'm speaking. When I say nobody, let me rephrase that. I mean, no mature person. Right. Exactly. Right. So, and, and my question to you guys is, with the rioting and the protests, are you now, I'm just asking for 51%, most. Most means 51%. Just FYI to the world. Everyone needs should know that. I don't know why people don't act like most majority. means the majority. But 51%, are you for or against the protest? 51%, this is I'm not for. A, I'm for the protest, but I'm not going to participate in it. Oh, no, nah, that's why I said 51%. It's a whole 49%. You can do whatever yeah. the fuck you want. No, nah, I said I'm for it. Yeah, no, nah, that's, that's cool, Twan. I ain't going to participate. Am I, yeah, I'm definitely for the protest. So, I, I, likewise, I am for the pro- protest. So, keep that in mind when we having um. And I'm I'm saying 51. percent My 51. percent it might be 50.0. Oh, oh, we had 100 or whatever. At, uh, my homeboys podcast. <laughs> you have my full support. Now, now I, I will say this. I I will say this. <laughs> no, I just I just wanted to see where we was all at because that's how I feel. I feel like and, I'm not. Until, are they great? Are they good? Are they no? There's well, to a whole to Eric's bunch of point, Like I mean, Eric say he's too old, you know, too old to be out there protesting. You have to protest in your own way. Uh, exactly. So I didn't physically go to the CNN center last yesterday, but this morning I woke up and in my Morehouse, uh, Morehouse Spelman alumni Atlanta group chat, yeah. uh, one of the ladies stated that her cousin was arrested and tased on live TV last night. In the I car, saw that. In, in the car. car, they got pulled yeah. out the car, broke the windows, slashed the tires, drugged them out the car, tased them. Yeah, who did that? The police? The police officers yeah. did that. Cause it was, you haven't seen it. It was nine ten, and they implemented a curfew at nine o'clock for like right that, that day. The, yeah, it, they, it wasn't even delivered enough for everybody to know. Yeah, I think, that there was going to be a curfew. I think the curfew was given at seven. Yep, they were out Around at nine ten, and then they did the emergency alerts. To all the cell phones who have the emergency alerts on at nine thirty, so you know what I'm saying that twenty, yeah. you know, so they may have been totally even if they was aware of the curfew, it's still excessive force. So I mean, my way of protesting, being online, I being online, everyone's posting uh, different resources. I made sure I share those resources with them quickly. Yeah. So uh, I'm speaking on the half of one hundred twenty one dreams right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my way uh protesting is uh so TI mentioned uh day in July of not spending a yeah, dollar. July seventh. July seventh, right? So for for 
121 Dreams, we 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 have a calendar that we're gonna be posting uh, starting tomorrow. Uh and it's it's a thing where you post a black business. So every day of the month of the month of June, we're gonna be posting a black business and uh probably like one one or twice out the week we're gonna go out and we're gonna interview black businesses so we can we can have the whole month of June being us putting our dollar into our own community versus putting it out into the white community. So we we have a whole calendar full that's going to be, we're going to share it out so everybody can participate. You can put your business in because they're going to, for each day it's going to be a different service. So at the end of this month, you should have, you should have access to everything that you've ever needed from a black business and a black business resource to reach out to that black business. And I feel like those are, um, both of those are, what, would you got something to say? Go ahead and say it. Yeah, not, not getting, getting to the, you brought up T.I., so I I was watching the Oh, uh, okay, protests. let me let me say, uh, I feel you, yeah, nah, that's cool. But no, I feel like both of those are actionable items that we can execute on. So a lot of times, I don't, I definitely don't want this podcast to turn into a, I mean, I did want to know how we felt like we were black and how when it became to be a black man, when we became into knowing that we're a black man. But I don't want this to be a preaching to a choir. I do want us to have actionable items, solutions, or mentalities to take moving forward. I want us to speak life to the community and to each other. You know what I'm saying? Or to each other and the community of uh, everyone who listens. And then it'll it'll be something. And then if you do hear something, please share it. You know? So... But nah, that's definitely what I, I don't want it to be like. Oh man, like, I mean, it could be, it could go real left. But we we not doing that, and I'm just saying I'm happy that we're not doing that. So that I just wanted to touch on that. Let, so what you were saying about? Hold yeah. on, let me let me say this on the subject of actionable items real quick. I just want to go through over this list real quick, All right. um, because these are actionable items, and if you are in or around Atlanta, these this is what we're asking, um, Keisha. Lance no. Bottoms, mayor for so um <laughs> these are these are the people's response ATL, okay, and this is our demands. Uh we want moratorium on arrest for minor offenses, uh immediate emergency housing for people without homes, suspend all rent, mortgage, utilities, loans, evictions, and parking enforcements, immediate release and resourcing of people detained in ACDC. Uh, reduce police presence in highly vulnerable neighborhoods, especially in zones one, three, and five. So those are those are a list of demands um, from the protest. That's that's so that when if you're listening to this and your perspective has been that there aren't any demands or any actionable items that are given or there's no organization because people tend to look at protests and they get consumed by looting and say, well, they weren't organized. They didn't have anything they were they were requesting. Those are the list of demands. And you can go ahead. I, I apologize, bro. I just wanted to get oh, that no, out Oh, no, you go ahead. You're, you're on that wavelength. Uh, the thing about, because uh, when was it, Friday? I was watching the uh, local news and saw it, and I saw Did y'all watch T.I.'s speech? I watched Tip and Killer Mike, yeah. I watched right. what you posted. <laughs> right, right. I'm not trying to throw, throw – I'm just wanting to know, ask a question. Grant, granted, y'all have a level of um, you good. endearment to T.I., so I want to know. Because when I saw him come up there, and I generally feel like he's doing this, but when I saw him, he came off very like a – 
how you say it, like a civil rights activist, like extra in a movie. Like <laughs> it seemed like a boondocks <laughs> episode. And I was rolling and like, cause I saw Killer Mike's speech and I'm listening. It was passionate. Him, bro. I was like, people will follow you. He got something. But like, do y'all view T.I.'s point of like, I see what he's doing, but do y'all think he's good at it? Uh, I don't want to talk about whether we feel like T.I. is doing good or bad. I'd rather talk about larger yeah, let's issues. Let's say that for another That's episode. That's another episode. Uh-huh. But I feel like at the end of the day, if you do want a direct answer, I feel like his heart's in the right place, whether it might be executed oh, yeah. right oh, or yeah. wrong. I'm not, I'm not I feel like his heart's that. in the right that's, place. That, no, no. So that's, that's, that's what I'll say. To answer your question, I will say that everyone has an audience. Right. I don't know. And I'll what leave it at that. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, 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 we got other issues I got that I'd rather address. I'd honestly rather address. Y'all love too. It's cool. No, it's no, not it's that. Not, I'd not, rather, not, I'd rather not, address other things. Even that, okay, so since we're talking about rappers. No, no, no. Let me say this real quick. It's not that we love too. It's just that there's a bigger issue at stake. Just for a little thing in perspective, my fiance lives in Minneapolis, Minnesota right now. She moved there a couple weeks after Philandro Castro. Castillo. Yeah. And then now she's supposed to be moving to Atlanta a couple of weeks after George Floyd. Right. My fiance texts me and call me every night this weekend, letting me know, hey, I hear chants. It's getting yeah. louder. Okay, it's yeah. getting weaker. Should I go to work today? Because, you know, oh, right. I her, the target that she shopped at was the one that was big. So there's bigger things whether I think someone's an right. adequate leader or not. Right. I was saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. No, so I mean, I I get it. Think of Boondocks and I laughed. I get it. That's funny. Can I I just say this real quick? I'm sorry. I do want to say, because people get lost in that point, and I'm not saying that you're lost. I'm just saying people get distracted about whether or not a person seems like they're delivering the message well enough. I will say, for me, looking at T.I. and looking at Killer Mike, there are people who have progressed to different levels of being able to articulate their point right. and their perspective. So I I personally, as a person who considers himself pro-black, wants to applaud any person right. who is who is stepping up to, to make the change from whatever they were. Oh, whatever man. their perspective was today, they're changing their perspective tomorrow. People can't articulate it as well sometimes because they're still finding the words right. to do that. So I, I just wanted to take that moment to kind of just give a shout out to anybody who's growing past what their previous opinion about anything having to do with racial injustice. Oh, right. right. I wasn't trying I do, to I like, do, I I do. trying to like bash them or anything. No, nah, no, nah, we're like, not saying right. that. I'm, saying, I'm that. saying there's larger yeah. issues. But since we are talking about rappers, I do want to say uh, – we I don't know if we had a unanimous and I don't like saying fuck somebody, but it's like not a harsh fuck. But what's Jay Z doing, bro? Like really, I just I just want to bring up the name. We talked about Colin Kaepernick. Uh, this is how the pod- podcast started, and now we talking about like I mean, what 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 is it? Should I? So my question to y'all then, just to bring it around, should the NFL and Colin Ka- uh, should the NFL and Jay Z do something? Should they be donating? Should we see a a largely marketed thing that Jay Z and the NFL should have be well, done, have you, done if, if because you, of if this. you know Jay Z's history, that you know that's not how he operates. I'm he, just saying all of his donations is all of his donations, all the stuff that he's do is done anonymously. He's done in quiet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't Except have the past. The, past like, the, the loudest. My, my mother taught me that the loudest person in the room is the weakest person in the room. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was pretty loud on that uh, <laughs> no, 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 live, but, and I don't consider myself right, weak. Right, right. I'm know, just fucking with you. You, you know what I'm saying? Like the I'm pe- just fucking the with people you. people that, that uh, like, they go live or they get their Instagram phone out every time they give a homeless person a dollar on the street. Right. You know, know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. So Jay-Z don't have to be vocal about what he's doing. Well, but, I, now I, he, but he's vocally aligned himself with the NFL. That don't mean that vocally, he still has yeah, to. Vo- Batman vocally spoke. and say, we're past kneeling. But I'll, I'll let Eric. But it's still, so, but Jay Z as a person, as an individual, right. he doesn't have to be vocal about whatever. I'm he's not saying doing what right he has now. to do. But I'm just saying what would be in his ad, what, in his like best interest. Lost, he, nothing's in his best interest if he's for something like this. There's nothing it used that to be his people. But go ahead. <laughs> Supposedly, that's what I mean, he said. We we'll we'll have to. We we'll just have to agree I mean, or disagree. Jay is one of my I, favorite I, rappers, I, but I, I understand heard. he's a rapper. Yeah, and and I've also heard the quote. What does it say to? Um, to to not side with whatever the fuck. If you're not saying shit, if you don't have shit to say, I don't care who the fuck you is. If you don't have shit to say, you're not supportive of the movement. Like you're not for the movement. Like it, it doesn't matter if you you doing it for the clout or are, whatever. Are you, are you saying uh, evil happens when good men sit and wait? Yeah. It's another quote, but same same, same shit. Same idea. But it's it's essentially about white people who who. Who don't say Sitting shit about racism? They don't. Silence is agreement, but the key right. word you just said is white people. Nah, it, it's it's nah. Fuck that. Because I, I, I mean, and I'm sorry to be aggressive, but one thing we did say in the beginning of this podcast, you know, not you know, is that everyone has to protest in their own way. Right, but you have like the point of a protest. Right, you can't protest behind closed doors because if you're protesting behind closed doors, Nobody you're knows. not you're not serving the greater good of the the people you're protesting on behalf of. Yeah, I think protesting behind closed doors is conspiracy. Right, oh, that's called Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we'll, we'll just have to. I mean, cause we can we can agree. Yeah, we just have to agree and disagree on that. No, nah, that's, you know? nah, that's. I, I just feel like I feel like too many too often people. Have made it okay for people to 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 be passive about shit or to oh, right. to like we give these people that's supposed to be our leaders that have so mm-hmm. much control over our our culture or have so much influence money, input right on our right. culture like okay. we give them a pass to to not step up because we don't hold them to that. But I was saying even back then, like oh, I no, absolutely. We I mean it's yeah. on record. Oh yeah. yeah. Whatever I said is oh, what yeah. I meant. <laughs> even back then, I didn't give a shit about what Jay-Z does because until you come out and you and you're at the front forefront or you make it We're past kneeling. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I just wanted to bring it up. No, like I said, no, no, it, to me ahead. it's still a rapper thing though. Cause I, I mean honestly, Jay, when it when it comes down to it, Jay-Z's a rapper, and I get it. And I'm not like he's shown me that he's a rapper. I had once believed he was more, but now I understand <laughs> right, yeah, he's a rapper. Like, yeah, because like, like, yeah. there's, there's two things about it. Uh, granted, everybody know I'm not a fan of Colin. You can go look at the tape, but uh, he's honestly gonna go down as a legend because a lot of this stuff has come in cycles. Not trying to like make it smaller, but like back in I want to say 2016 in Charlotte. Uh, what's my name? Uh, I ain't gonna call him a policeman. The murderer Vincent, Officer Vincent, killed a guy named Lamont Scott, and they had rioted yep. in Charlotte. And Jordan spoke out about it. And then I saw Colin do the knee thing, and he don't have to speak anymore. But it doesn't even make sense. But low key, I feel like Colin Kaepernick's name every time something like this happens in history says 
little occurrences like this would happen, his name would be put on a plateau. And back to the Jay-Z thing, uh, I, I feel mean, like he's lost clout because I'll be honest with you. A lot of people used to tell me Jay-Z's doing this. It would do this for the black community. He's doing this and doing that. They would have it at, at a spirit telling me because I'm like, what's Jay-Z doing? But now, honestly, since after the NFL deal, he hasn't said anything. I'm not a Jay-Z fan. I don't listen to the I don't listen to his music. I don't have the same level of love or anything to do Jay-Z because I'm not a fan of the music or anything like that. So in my head, I've seen people who would be for him back in the day, and you're looking at a two, three year period, now they've pulled back. And it's kind of crazy to me that he has been silent because that's what he was selling. And oh, Beyonce was in the oh, picture. Oh, yeah. Prince when it was Harry about 21 Savage. Savage, when it was about Meek Mills, when it was about racial, it, when it was about oh justice for for artists, they right. weren't they, that wasn't done I mean, behind I, closed I mean, doors. We, we, we've already said what we think. I mean, he's 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 not a hustler. He's the definition of it. So that we're just going to leave that. He got bars for days. But let's just understand that's what it is. I mean, we can we can move on. And, and the subject I would like to move on. I mean, do you before, you before, yeah, before yeah, y'all yeah, finish yeah. that, since you did bring up Colin Kaepernick, uh, yeah. if if any of our listeners are out there protesting, if you know anyone that's been arrested for these protests, uh, Colin Kaepernick has started a uh, relief fund to yes. well, bill money. Um, there there's the Atlanta Solidarity Fund. That's doing uh, bell money for for protesters, and like I gave the people in Atlanta, um, there's a lot of attorneys on Twitter and social medias who are volunteering um, pro bono to take care of your case. Yes, uh, if you have been arrested for pro- protesting or any type of, uh, or you got a family member that's been arrested yeah, for been protesting. A, so there, there's there's resources out there. Definitely reach out if you don't know who to contact. Um, I believe DL Hughley, I believe, posted on his page an IG live video that just run through a lot of the attorneys. Uh, you can pause it. It's just an IG video. It's about two minutes long of several attorneys giving their contact information, uh, email addresses, Twitter, Twitter handles to contact them for the pro bono cases in their cities slash territories. You know, I, I just want to say this real quick. I know everything we've been saying is like, I just want to say this real quick. <laughs> you know, people. No, nah, it's a lot to say, man. Right. People tend to look at protests and talk about how organi- unorganized it is. Or people tend to be like, people need to, black people need to stick together. If you, one, if you saying that shit, get your ass up off your couch and go out to the protest. You ain't even got to be holding the sign. Mm-hmm. You ain't even got to be in the protest. Just watch. Just watch. Because just like you just mentioned, that it's anytime there's a big organization protesting, there's lawyers that are involved. Meaning, like these organizations that put together these protests, oh, already, already got they already have got they to. already have lawyers. Got when people go to jail, they have they have there are organizations mm-hmm. in Atlanta. There are companies now. There are companies that are. Uh, like Quaker companies that are just behind the scenes mm-hmm. that have funds set aside to bail people out when mm-hmm. they go to jail. So I, I just wanted to say that because, like, I, I my timeline frustrates me so much when I see people just 
clinging to this whole looting and rioting and and shame on us and all this stuff. But bro, we doing big shit. Let's Man. talk about the looting and rioting right now. A lot it, of white folks. It is. It. it is not exactly. It is not a conspiracy. It is caught on tape. It is video. Right. There are planted agents out there doing destruction. There's there's been there's been on tape in different cities police officers walking down the street breaking the glasses of the, of businesses. They're doing in the midst of these crowds. Uh in Minnesota, you know what I have to shout out the city of Minneapolis. Uh my my fiance sent me a, an article where they, Man, you they know call it love. they call it right. Thing. You know that's love. Yeah, they they protesting together miles away. Right. You prepare for the podcast. Look at Minneapolis is a very liberal city, and I'm glad they calling a spade a spade. It would not happen like this in Georgia. Hey man, uh, they are saying that the uh, that the state leaders have intel that may point to ag- the agitators, including white supremacist groups in the drug cartels, playing a large role in the anarchy that's going on up there. All the riot and looters. Uh, they even have it at what they're talking about a situation that happened on the interstate that mm-hmm. at t- direct quote now I'm reading it word for word off of the uh, CBS Minnesota's website uh, at 10 p.m. a couple hundred protesters began traffic uh, began stopping traffic on interstate 35 West some four hours later only looters remain. They are differentiating between the protesters and the looters. Yeah. And, I mean, those looters did bring traffic to a standstill, and they started going through the semi-trucks. But the mm-hmm. fact that I'm, I, I, I appreciate what they're doing, uh, unlike our president, they are calling it exactly what it is. You have the protesters, and you have the people who are taking advantage of this opportunity. Mm-hmm. There's a guy Capitalism. on – I think the first guy that, that, that went viral this weekend is a, a, is a off-duty cop in Minneapolis – yeah, but walking around the auto zone breaking the windows. Gotta eat. Dog. You, there's a video of a of a, of a white Gotta couple, uh, a couple of white people at a Starbucks, Damn. spray painting Black Lives Matter, and then the girl stopped like, "Why are you doing this? That's not that's not what we out here for. We're not out here defacing property. We're protesting peacefully." Yeah, I've seen, I've seen many of them. And they're like, like "Oh, a too. black friend told me to do it." No, they didn't. But I do, I do want to say, like, this whole overarching conspiracy thing, I mean, you know, you got George Soros and people like that. You could talk about all of that stuff. But there are, even outside of the conspiracy aspect it's of it. It's not a conspiracy. No, it's not on tape. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Even outside of, so, even outside of the conspiracy aspect, there have been videos of, you will see, People protesting, and then you'll have our pale-skinned friends that will incite violence. There's oh, a yeah. difference between protesting and violence. It's di- so what I'm saying is, Honestly, it's different levels, tell, it's think, different deviations of difference. the it's people out there. With protests. So it's more. There's it's always like been violence with protests. However, right, right now, is this violence, this looting, yeah. is not a part of this protest. Right, it's with you. it. But right. it's not a part of it. Right. I, right. I got you. So it's opportunist is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's more than one type of opportunist out there is yeah. what I'm saying. So, yeah. so for instance, I know everyone's seen the, the lady in the wheelchair that got fired, got sprayed with a fire extinguisher, right? Right. Yeah. And she can walk. She can walk. And number one, she said two black guys sprayed her with a fire extinguisher. It's a white person sprayed her. Oh, yeah. oh the, the guy walking around with the bow and the arrow. The guy with the bow and arrow. Two black yeah. African Americans. I, I just, I just shouted out the window. All lives matter, and they attacked me. They, no, no, not they attacked. Two black African Americans attacked them. Yeah. When they, when the video comes out, he's holding a bell, he's but, holding a bow and arrow and pointing at people like he's about to attack. And white people attacked him. Right. I, One black person did kill him from behind with a knee, and I was like, yes, sir. Yeah. But his. 
Yeah. His attackers are white. Were y'all right. shocked to see as many white people in the crowd? Oh yes, no, I was. Whoa, I was. I was not. So my my one of my one of my points I made wanted me to talk think about. of a different world. So one of my points I wanted to talk when about. he was in the jail. Yeah, when the guy sat there, he was like, "I'm you watch with a different Mar- world." Mar- I did, and honestly, you must watch that this year, right? Because you know that's no, about a fictional HBCU. Off. No, I knew. See, oh, we gonna get to that. What's that Joe Biden comment? But I, I grew up watching a different world. I, I just thought it was a black show about school with a black No, nah, it's a joke. What were yeah, you no, I got you. But anyhow. You remember the episode when the guy was like, I sat there and I marched with Martin Luther King. The police officer when yeah. he got arrested. Yeah. Dog, after seeing this protest, if I had kids and this kid was talking to some white dude, he was like, I was out there in 2020 marching down Atlanta. My oh, kid so you the tell problem. Me. No, my, I t- my kid told me. I was like, yeah, dog, I was doing no shit like that. God knows what he was up to. But I would never have pictured, after those events, I thought about that, that episode of like what he was actually doing at the time. So you talk. So we, we were talking about my ass ain't going out there. So we were talking but about the diversity you. of the protesters. And my question is, how much do you guys? Long story short, I feel like a lot of the protesters out there are out there for cabin fever due to coronavirus. They like either white people are out there being like, oh, I can get out the house and I can fight for civil rights, or I've always wanted to fight for civil rights and I never had time. But I don't want us to get like. Uh, I guess rock abide into this belief that now white people are on our side. No, these motherfuckers didn't have shit else to do anyway. Well, hold on, nah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go hold that far either. Right, I, that's where I'm at. And and this is that's where I'm at. I'm 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 gonna be real with you. I consider myself super pro black, and I consider myself super woke. And my whole entire life, I'll be real with you. I've always thought it was white against black. And it is it to a certain extent to when a you, certain extent to a certain extent because they we have always had white allies always always oh, and I'm that's not saying, oh but, so y'all but, so y'all drank the Kool Aid all right no, cool. no no I'm no. saying that part I mean, that's where I'm at with Morehouse, I mean it's fine Morehouse that's is funded by the abolitionists from the north but, okay uh, cool but those the uh, underground uh, railroad well, okay cool okay that's that's a different thing I'm just I'm just saying like uh, in our history. That part has been, it has been covered up so that, like, to keep us separate. So, I feel like there are some white people that are out there that are... Oh, no, I feel like it's some, but what I'm saying is the volume and the mass. There have been, there are protests in Atlanta, Philadelphia, like, L.A., San Jose. Like, it's like, you can name every city. Do you really, I don't believe that this many people, and I'm not talking about the black and brown people. I'm talking about this many, like I you said, gotta, white gotta, people are exciting the violence. Violence. Them burn, like you said, are. them, like on, on the live, you said they burning the police station and all this stuff. It's, it's the, I feel like these protests are being used for a cover for something else. Oh, yeah. And they're using, once again, they're using the black people as a foundation to, to, but to I, promote I, their revolution. But, uh, to, this, your, to your initial question, I don't think these white people who are out here genuinely protesting on the behalf of genuine, black, and, no, I'm black saying and brown people in general. are only out there because they have nothing else better to do. Yeah, I, I, I would. I would. I can't see, say that. See, I, I can't. I can't agree with that. Like because I feel oh, like I can't agree with what what Napoleon is okay, saying. Just trying to make sure. I I agree with you yeah. because I feel like that's oh, also that's that's like. That's that's conditioning, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To to like to have an ally, and to because it's the same way when people be like, 
they ignore all of the peaceful part and focus on the looting. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like there are white people and there are white people that are out here with the shits. I've that's why I'm that's why okay, I'm encouraging. So well, let, hold on, hold on. Let me hold on, let me say, say let me say this right, real quick. Let me say this. Let me let me let me just say this last report. So this that's why I'm saying go out and see it with your own eyes. Not what you see from the internet, not what you see from or hear from somebody else talking. Go out and see it with your own eyes. I've been in a room with these people organizing for months, if not years. So it's like it ain't it, it there are 100% people who are 100% allies who are with the shits. I'm not and, saying that. I'm that's not my argument. I'm saying the volume of the people out there. And no. I'll say this, the true ally of the black man is the poor white man, or what some people call Absolutely. a redneck. Not Absolutely. not the liberal white man. So you talking about the Democrats, Hillary yeah, Clinton, no, and all that stuff. It's not I, the liberal I can't white agree person. With that one either. Oh please, please, I've, I've please inform it. me how, bro. Because number one, I was a one. The, the one reason why I went to Morehouse and was all able right. to go to Morehouse is because of the Bonner Scholarship. Uh, Bonner Scholarship is a community people. service, <laughs> servant leadership. What'd you say, sir? I, said, I thought you said well, about to say white people. Go well, essentially, yeah, the Bonner Scholarship was funded by, uh, uh, damn, uh, Bertrand and Corella. I can't remember the name. Corella Deville. No, Bonner. Last name was Bonner. You got I Bonner. Got you. The, you got, Bonner's, yeah, the Bonner Scholarship yeah. is. We the, can look it up. We can Google it. Servant Leadership cool. Scholarship Program. That's only at H two HBCUs. Morehouse and Spelman. All the rest of them are poor white schools scattered across America. Um, most of them in the north and a little part of the east, but mo- mostly in the north. This scholarship is a, uh, it's a servant. So essentially, instead of me getting a job in college, if I went out in the community, did a little bit of community service, they gave me, number one, tuition. Number two, a, a stipend twice a month. So not only did they give me money for school, they could put money in my pocket. So because I'm in school, don't don't get a job. Go, do, go help your community in whichever way you want. You know what I'm saying? Be a servant leader, and we take care of some of your, of your finances. Okay. Going to these conferences, you found, you know, Morehouse and Spelman is the only two black schools. So the, the demographic, high white, low black. Majority of the black students in this program came from ding, 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 Morehouse and Spelman. Most of the, the people there, passionate, genuine, knowledgeable, whites, some poor, most of them, Liberal, most of them middle middle class or upper middle class or or rich. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Liberal. So 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 it's not the rednecks, like you said. The red, most uh, of the rednecks. You can be a poor white person and not be. I, I think a redneck is more of a poor broke ass uh, conservative white person. Yeah, as you right, said, absolutely. It's a, it's a no, but I said the person who who yeah. I my, so I think he missed it. But what I'm saying is the person who has more interest. Who interest aligns more is the poor black man and the poor white man, not the poor black man and the rich white man. That's all I'm saying. Bro, let me Would tell you, you this, this last story that I was trying to say, man. man. Let me say this last story. That's a good question. So, so, so I had to put it in perspective for my cousin uh, because when she think of civil rights and, and and white only fountains and you know blacks at the back of the bus, she thinks. That happened a hundred years ago. And I was like, no, our grandfather went through this. Mm-hmm. My grandfather told a story, and this goes back to the white ally. When he was leaving Fort Benning, Georgia. No, I'm sorry. He was leaving Kentucky, I believe, on a bus. Um, him and a whole bunch of soldiers. They was either coming from Mississippi 
to, to aid in the in the young lady go to school. The women were the national. Yeah, so he was there. He was one of the soldiers, and they had a protector. Mm-hmm. They was either going to or coming from. They stopped in Tennessee to get food. One restaurant was like, "Hey, yeah, uh, all your white soldiers are welcome in, but your Negro soldiers, because at that time they were Negroes." I found my father's birth certificate from 1961. He's listed not as black or African American, but as Negro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Really? It's, yeah, there's not. Right. Right. So what is right. saying? What is saying? Your birth certificates? African American. African American. Oh, like, my says Negro. They change, it changed yeah. throughout decades. Yeah, it's not. We're my not. We're Negro not that far away from the stuff. But yeah, they to, had Negro. To finish my story, yeah. he was saying that the blacks were not allowed in the restaurant to eat. They can go in back and get served. His white captain, the, the, the white lead, the, 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 the command of all the troops at the time was like, look, you don't serve us, all of us, you won't get a dime of this. I'm, my, my point is not that there's not good white people. No, like, you, you can give me complete antidotal evidence about how many good white people there are. That's not my point. My point is it that- It ain't good enough. No, no, I mean, no, no, that's fine. But my point is that this is a, like the, a lot of the protests- so, would you agree that white people are upset that they have to wear masks and they're no longer allowed to party and all these, that they're being, quote-unquote... Definitely. So, do you think some of those people might want to go out to the protest be, to protest, no, too, so, as hold well? Up, hold up. Not, so, like, because when you so, protest, it's not like, it's like, oh, this is George Ford, George, George Floyd line, and then this is the, hey, I'm marching on Capitol well, Hill let me, let me tell you, there's a me, lot more people protesting. There is, it's... Pent up frustration. So how many from, how many people protested about the mask and couldn't go out to eat and, and all that stuff? How many people protested? There was I mean, a couple of them. I know one in Michigan. Name another. I said a couple of them. What's the other one? They no, went that to was DC. one protest. I was just saying. I know it was a couple of them that did it. I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah. So they were in DC, right? But I, I, I'll just say my my different. I guess you can tell the difference between them is because them motherfuckers was out there with AR-15s and rifles. Those type of people who who protest for those rights generally show up with their white privilege on in on full shoulders, display. Right. When when they the people who show up for these protests come as as we do, well, they come as on, well, as they know how. Well, it's on record what I'm thinking, and uh, we'll see in a couple months what you know what the news report says, and you know that, that we could just agree to disagree. <laughs> I mean, I'm completely fine with it, but I really feel like it's pent up frustration from people being cooped in the house and white people being like, "Oh, I can't go outside, I can't go party, well, see, that's, I can't that's do right. this." That's right. That's right. That's that's that's. And I'm not saying that's all it is. I'm saying it's. That, I'm saying that, that's why I, I brought up the whole different world thing when that guy said he was out there protesting. I had a kid and they look at me Were you out there protesting that His white man told me he was protesting I'd be like I wasn't doing that shit I don't even know what to say Was he being genuine Did he really want to do it I'm just like yeah. all I, The only thing The only fact I can tell that My kid would be like I didn't take those steps You see I'm, what I mean I'm, I'm just saying the, the, I'm the, saying The, the main reason why I can say I can totally disagree with you Napoleon Is because right now Look outside Georgia's wide open Ain't no social distancing no more The restaurants are open People are eating in Right Right, so that don't even apply yeah. because they were right. they were they were in Lenox Mall before this riot happened. But they I, were I, at Docks. They were right. they were at all I, of these restaurants. Memorial Day weekend, the, the lakes and rivers and boats. I will say, I'm, I'm, so, so I've, I will I've, say I've, I've listed like four different types of protests. Okay, let me let me just the, let me just on say the episode. You see what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. I'm saying it's Napoleon. not just one. They're not. I, what I'm saying is it's just not four. I'm not saying that George. Flo- I'm not saying that G. Floyd did not unrightfully or anything like that. Don't get that twisted. That shit's completely fucked up. But I'm just saying it's a lot of pent up frustration from out 
throughout the nation, throughout the world. Like, what, so what, in in Germany and all this stuff, they protesting for George Floyd too. Like or London, wherever they do, the, they do. But I'm just saying that's what it's for. Like they they that, do. I, I, I think and that, and that like this is, this the, this is the problem. Like and I, I hold on. Let me let right me to question. I, th- I think it's right. more he, than. He has a right to question, but this is the problem. This is this is you're doing what people do when they're on the when they're on the internet saying making it about looting. Like there's no there's no need to point out that fact here. Yeah. Because you're all you're doing is distracting from the point that people are doing it for the greater good. Like that's 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 the only thing, like that's the only thing way you benefit by putting that fact on the table. So, like for the reason why I disagree with you is because yes, that could be totally true, but to even to bring it in the conversation, what it tends to do is still and make that the majority versus what the actual majority is. Ah, uh, well, uh, my thing is, I, I want to live in the distracted truth. from the point, right? You're just nah, you're, you're putting a distraction out. It, 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 it kind of so, come off like a big warning it, sign. It, don't trust them when it when it comes when it comes to protests says, and petitions and stuff like that. There's strength in numbers. Oh, I've signed a absolutely. I agree. I've I see. I see you going. Many of pro, uh, petitions in college because I thought the girl was cute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll sign. What's it for? I don't even care. So what you doing? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you probably got brothers locked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm joking. So, 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 I mean. Call the charge calls of you. Yeah. <laughs> My bad, man. Anybody got any final thoughts? No. I, I wanted to touch on Joe Biden's comments. Oh, that'd be well, your final thought. Yeah, yeah, You'll go first. Yeah. No, 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 no. I wanted to ask you guys first what y'all thought Let of Let your it. final thought be a question. Go ahead. All right. What did you guys think of Joe Biden's comment? I do have a follow-up, depending on what y'all say, though. So give me that room. I feel like it was a um, it's it's old people trying to be cool, like you know somebody saying yeah, that's it's 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 completely he's disconnected from his people he's trying to relate to, so he's just nah, bruh, chill. Eric, uh, I feel like um, all Joe Biden did was confirm the shit that was said on the Revolt Summit that uh, picking our best master, right? We're arguing over who we want. That's all. That's all he did, and and. The fact that the Republican representatives there were saying that Democrats already feel like they own our vote, right. and and he he showed that he believed that. But I will say the benefit of him saying that out loud is it provoked thought, and it's gonna it's gonna turn out to be except for the old niggas that's just voting Democrat because they just voting Democrat, like and they don't they don't use their mind to think beyond that. He's he stoked the fire in people that. Are gonna be like, well, I'm not voting for your ass because you said that bullshit. Yeah, I think he might be too dumb to win. What about you, Twan? I'll I'll, I'll plead a fifth on this one. All right, the the only reason why I asked, going back to that episode, wildly disrespectful, because we had gotten to the HBU comment, and I got upset. HBCU, HBCU comment that 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 sprung a different world episode. But when I had said stated the fact about the counselor and what she did, some white lady. When me listen to Joe Biden say you're not black enough, if you you're not black <laughs> if you don't vote Democrat, I honestly in that situation was looking at you guys was like oh you're not black if you didn't consider HBCU you're not that's 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 so if you, you didn't consider one if you oh, didn't right. consider one all right nothing need to argue not man. that not that you, right. not that you didn't go to one but if you didn't consider one you're not black in my opinion and I'm just I respect it fair enough go ahead and I was more so uh, offended. 
Right, no, I'm not you. Because I listen, I listen to the whole episode going yeah. back. But go ahead, go ahead. Hey, just by the way, you were just uh, dismissing the thought of HBCU. Yeah, yeah the way you sounded. Like, yeah. yeah, I can't take your black card, obviously, because yeah. I mean, you, you black. You can, they yeah, gonna shoot was, me. No, they, was, you just got a demerit, bro. Right, they gonna shoot both of us together. If this is elementary school, you can't give me no demerit. on the board with a check by. You know. Oh yeah, no. The only reason why I asked because it made me think of that. Yeah, but China, I understand what you did there, but China is not. Mr. No, Fantastic Tyree. <laughs> uh, you can assume so, but again, we're from two different point of views on it. Nah, like, there's certain did, things I clear up, and I, I'd probably say different, but like my same sentiment. I feel like the main the difference. Presenting herself. I feel like the. Did, I feel like I the main feel difference the between you and Joe Biden is the messenger. So I, Joe Biden can't come to my house and tell me how my furniture going to be. You you already in the house, bro. So does anybody else have final thoughts? Uh, my my final thought. Um, this is my first and my final thought. Okay. Uh, I thrown around the the term pro black. I I challenge everybody listening to this podcast to define what they consider pro black. Um, Definitely. Could and we discuss that on the next. Hold on, episode? yeah, I th- we might do a bonus episode. Eric, what's your final thought though? That that's it. Can, I, I want I want people if you consider yourself pro black. To define what that is and make sure you align with it. All right. Twan? <laughs> Just trying to make sure I choose my words carefully. I ain't I saying you. nothing out of hand this time. My brothers and my sisters, if you are out there, you're protesting, uh, you know anyone who's been arrested, definitely uh, check your resources. There's aid out there. Pro bono police off, uh, sorry, pro bono attorneys. Uh, there's agencies that are advocating for you, uh, helping with bail money. Uh, if you don't know, definitely let's get the, the word of mouth going. Uh, six degrees of separation. You can inbox me. I will tell. Uh, I will tell you what I do know, and if I don't know it, I'll look it out. Look out for you. Um, final thought. Just be safe out there. Yeah. Do what you feel like is necessary. Uh, my grandmother raised her kids with one saying, and that was to live your life in such a way that when you grow old, you never look back and say, only if I did. I wish somebody had told me that shit when I was a child. I was, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to steal your thunder. No, nah, no. That that's was just, that's, that's some really important shit. That's very important. Really, and important. that's one reason why I uh, not to hard back at it. I mean, that's one reason why I had to do what was right, what I felt for me, and even you know, because you know, just black folks don't like going to HR. You know what I'm saying? They don't. They all, you know, I ain't finna snitch. I ain't no snitch. Right. But sometimes you just gotta, you know, you just, when it start, it was giving me anxiety when it started to mess with your morals and your conscience. You just gotta do what's right. There's a system in play. Use it, and also learn your company's. Uh, what's it? EPA, EAP, whatever it is. Yeah, EAP. EAP. And know? if the system doesn't serve you, just it's burn that motherfucker down. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not going to be the final thought. <laughs> hey, however, I do still have one. Hey, I, hey, you know what I'm saying? It ain't my method, but you know what I'm saying? Martin and Malcolm both got results. Right. You know what I'm saying? They want a peaceful protest. Where's Martin Luther King at now? Right. And oh, for the record, all these white people that are saying, you know, Martin Luther King went to a light son. This, they love it, blah, 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 blah. To his son. If you look back in the 60s and 50s, 
Martin Luther King was not a popular person. In fact, he had like a 41% approval rating. People hated Martin Luther King. Oh, yeah. So so to to say that, keep in mind when your ass on on the internet and they saying shit that's going on right Mm -hmm. now about the movement, you just like them motherfuckers. Y'all just didn't get your... I'm, I'm I feel sorry. like Eric talking I'm to sorry. me, man. You looking no, me no, dead no, in my no. Eye, I wasn't. Bro. I wasn't. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking because I know. <laughs> nah, I, nah, nah, it's all. It's all love. I was just consider HBC. You know, nah. the revolution <laughs> is currently being televised. It is. Make sure you're on the right channel. Right. All right. So, uh, in saying that, I do have a couple final thoughts. Um, I do. Speaking of historical fig- figures, I want to shout out Dr. Uh, Claude Anderson. I don't know if you guys have heard of him or not. He was broke on. Broke people can't help broke people. He was on The Breakfast Club. He has an interview. Check him out. He has a book called Powernomics. We're looking at Powernomics because he has a 12-point plan for uh, black freedom. Uh, I'll list him out. Action step number one. Is create an alternative economy within black communities. Step two, dominate business ownership and management where black people are the majority. Action step three, focus on wealth building and restoring economic intent of the original civil rights laws. And there are uh, more steps. It's a 12-point plan. What this does is give us actionable items that you and your family can do to uh, move forward into the future. My next point is I'm putting my guys on the spot is I, I would like to use this platform to speak on social issues more often and not just when they are uh, <laughs> big in the news and the media. So if I could get a commitment from you guys, I know Big Grams isn't here, but uh, if we could, you know, be be, if, if, <laughs> if we could be cognizant and, you know, do that. I, feel, I mean, I honestly feel like we do that time and time again, but I would like to kind of do that more, and that would be my way of protesting. February 23rd. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> with it. You know y'all niggas went in on me on that hotel thing. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all niggas... Y'all you gotta boy. explain that to me one day. What, nah, whole man, whole I'm day. fake hotel. <laughs> if you don't know, you never know, player. <laughs> <laughs> and we out. <laughs>